When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 292 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Friday, everyone, and more importantly, happy Fade the Public Friday, guys. My favorite day of the week, uh, aside from, obviously, uh, a lot of fun on the weekends here. But uh, I am amped, I am jacked, because you know what? The boys and girls got after it last night, guys. Uh, a great pod yesterday. Uh, I know it had, it had been up and down, treading water most of the week, but this is why you grind because then you have nights where you explode. Uh, I had uh, 13 and 3 podcast plays we talked about yesterday. So uh, in college hoops, uh, first off, shout out to Richmond, baby. Richmond with the massive inflated line opportunity. Uh, the funny thing is we got our we got our revenge there because remember Richmond same thing happened the previous game against Toledo uh, there was a huge move to Toledo we were on Toledo beat the closing line by a million points and wouldn't you know it inflated line Richmond won the game well same thing here guys Richmond won by one uh, uh, lost by one point Mississippi State won by one point why is that important because we saw a massive move toward Mississippi State and we bought low with a Ken Palm. Sound the alarm. So sound the alarm for my girl Maureen Chase, Richmond. Whether you got a three and a half, a four, maybe even a four and a half, doesn't matter what number you got. Uh, pretty much every number cashes there with a Richmond buy low. Uh, tip your cap to Ken Palm. Sound the alarm with Richmond, baby. Absolutely massive hit uh, to start last night's pod. So I was loving that one. Also, uh, couldn't get NC State. That one was annoying to me. Uh, really sharp move. Uh, dog to fave. Uh, that one lost. They're actually up at half, which was annoying. But Boise State getting four and a half. If you're able to take the points there, we talked about 
little Ken Palm value at him, losing by three. And wouldn't you know it, they lost by three. So our guy KP uh, helped us there with Boise. And then I love that late night play, La Tech. And that one was crazy because it was La Tech minus one, then it went to Western Kentucky minus one. Um, then it went back to a pick or a minus one La Tech. Uh, but really, we trusted in Ken Palm there winning by two. And wouldn't you know what, they won by seven. Or they won by eight there. Five, six, yeah, they won by seven. Uh, so three and one, college hoops, NBA. The boys got after it, Blazers. Uh, not only do we identify a sharp play to the Blazers, um, that was a, uh, a nice hit where they were actually um, getting points to start. You know, plus, or they plus four down to plus three. And then we saw uh, a great injury break our way with Butler out. And they actually moved to a two and a half point favorite. So uh, pretty much any number you got, but especially our early numbers with Blazers cashed. The Knicks on the money line came up bigly. Couldn't get the Clippers over. I knew we were in trouble when they rested. And again, I actually, I knew this was going to happen. I was an idiot probably for locking in that over too early. But Kawhi being out back-to-back, that killed our over. But Sacramento on the money line, coming up bigly for the team, beating down the Warriors. And Philly laying the wood with no LeBron. So 4-1 and one in, in the NBA. And I saved the best for last, guys. How about the NHL? Not only did we leave the hockey pads out in the garage overnight with the windows open to get the stench, the stink off the pads, but we got we got some coffee from mom. She drove us to the rink and we got after it last night. Six and one, guys. I'm loving it. Six and one. The Rangers, Toronto was a sweat in overtime, but they cashed. Washington, Pittsburgh, Chicago. How about finally cashing a dog? Doesn't it feel great cashing a dog? Doesn't it feel fantastic when you get a little plus money payout there? Uh, Chicago Blackhawks coming up bigly with a 3 nothing win. Couldn't get St. Louis, but then Colorado late night. That thing stunk. Why are they such a big favorite against a really good team? Uh, ended up rolling there 5-1. to one. So 6-1 NHL, 4-1 NBA, 3-1 college hoops. And this is all. This is what I always talk about, guys. Grinding. There's going to be days where you're down a unit. You know, you're up .05 units. You feel like you're just treading water. You're treading water, treading water. And then you break through on a thirsty Thursday. Uh, and that's the importance of just sticking to the model, sticking to the blueprint, uh, not getting too high or too low. Uh, and if you can, you know, down a unit, up a unit, you know, uh, grind your way here and there, tread water, and then you bust out every couple nights, boom. I mean, we want to win every night, but that's just not realistic. This is a very difficult business that we're in. The lines are incredibly sharp. The odds makers are really hard to beat. Um, but we know that we have a model and a blueprint uh, based on trying to be on the sharp side of every play, against the public, with the house, beat the closing line, lean on our historical betting systems, uh, and use a little of our intuition here and lean on, uh, obviously, all the different resources that, that we uh, we respect here. So, great night last night, guys. But it ain't over. It's a it's a Fade the Public Friday. I'm, I'm excited once again to be in the arena with you today. Uh, but we have a lot to get to. So, uh, first things uh, first. things first. Today we're going to update you guys on uh, Sweet 16. Because, obviously, you know, uh, no pod on the weekends. Because I do Lombardi line. It's my uh, my favorite part of the week, other than a Fade the Public Friday. But... I love being the third man in with with Patrick and Michael. So tune in tomorrow from 10 a.m. to noon where we'll be breaking down all the Saturday uh, Sweet 16 games. Then we're going to run it back on Sunday, 10 to noon. So uh, please, please, please tune in if you want to get some updates on these line moves, which, as we know, game day movement is very, very meaningful because we could have a line pretty much, you know, painted at at 7 all week and then nothing happens. And then right before game time, it goes to minus 6.5. Boom, some money on the dog. So we'll update you on all these lines this weekend. But I'll go through all these in a second. Um, I also want to hit on NBA tonight. We have a sneaky big... So the one thing is, guys, there's no college basketball tonight. Again, I'm a little disappointed because it was a good 3-1 and one night last night. But it's going to be all NBA, all NHL. It's going to be updating uh, everyone with our, our lines for tomorrow. 
Um, but I'm excited because because uh, the boys and, and girls had a good night last night. And we're gonna see if we can keep this going here, guys. Especially NHL. When you go six and one NHL, I mean, uh, you're feeling pretty good there. So I want to see if we can uh, continue this little this little hot streak here. So we can keep it going. Uh, with that being said. So much going on right now at Vsin guys. Um, you know, uh, as number one, thank you for listening to the pod. Thank you for tuning in. I got a lot of tweets after the pod last night because it sounds like uh, sounds like the uh, you know the uh, the podcast crew uh, had a good night last night, which, which I did too, which was fantastic. But um, you know, you guys are always reaching out to me. I appreciate that you listen every day. Uh, when we're seven and seven on a Monday, when we're you know, I'm just making this up. I got to look back at my notes, but you know, we're six and six and eight on a Tuesday, whatever it may be. But you stick with it, and you know that we just got to play the system long term, incrementally, steadily build our bankroll over time. So thank you for tuning in. But I want you guys all to know that this pod is only a very small part, a tip of the iceberg uh, at Vison. You know, um, I'm proud to host the pod, but we have so much more to offer. We have so many more sharp people at Vison. Uh, we have great power ratings to uh, to lean on. We have great analysis content. It's all included if you become a member at Vison. So Vison.com/slash/subscribe. You get access to every points for the weekly magazine. We have our uh, Sweet 16 edition that just came out. You'll get also full access to the VEASAN.com data, uh, power ratings, uh, models, formulas, everything we offer there. Um, you'll also get the afternoon best bet email, let you know what people you respect, what they're on. You can tell, you can fade, do whatever you want, but I like knowing people I respect what they're on that night because I know that they're not throwing darts. I know that they research that game and they uh, they feel they have an edge and their own money is behind it. And so I like, I like uh, getting that afternoon email. And of course, twenty percent off the store. Get some merch, some uh, some shirts, some hats, uh, and then you'll also get um, every seasonal betting guide that we do. So Veasan.com slash subscribe. That's where to go. Ten day free trial if you like it. You can go monthly or go yearly and save some money. Uh, of course, even if you don't do that, get the newsletter. Veasan.com slash newsletter. It's free to your inbox every single morning. It's got promos for legal books in legal states. It's got ATS reports from Dave Tooley. It's got everything you need. The rundown of all the programs. So that will always be included in the morning newsletter for free. Uh, and actually buried the lead here because, um, you know, I was, I was scratching for the newsletter last night. And every time I got to find a topic every night when I write the newsletter. So, you know, it's pretty easy. You know, I look toward the board the next day and like college hoops, college hoops, college hoops. Um, I usually don't do newsletters for NBA because the line movement early, it, it, it's kind of static. It, it really isn't indicative. That's a sport where, you know, something could look good at midnight the night before and look completely different the next day at noon. So I try to stay away from you know early breakdowns of the NBA, just also injuries, who's going to be in, who's going to be out. But I, I was looking for something to write about, and I said there's no college hoops today, and I've already written two um, sharp reports here for, um, for March Madness, and I'll do another one for tomorrow. So what am I going to write about? I wrote about NHL. So I want to update you guys on some systems here. NHL, obviously after a huge night that we had last night, reminder, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. I just want to update you guys on a couple things here. So, uh, number one, and again, so we're going to update NHL. We're going to talk Sweet 16 numbers. Um, then we're going to, the second half of the pod, do NBA, NHL. But I just wanted to mention real quick with the NHL. Um, we are, pretty much every team is around game 33. And remember, this isn't a 82-game season. It's a 56-game season. So we're a little more than halfway through. So what can we take away from the first half of the NHL season? Um, I thought it was a good opportunity here on kind of a slower Thursday with really just NBA and NHL tonight to kind of just, you know, take a step back uh, 40,000 feet from the airplane, look at what has been going on here. Uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, we've been killing NHL. Uh, these are the systems that we've leaned on, and I just wanted to give you uh, just an overall update here. So, uh, again, game 33, 56-game season, a little more than halfway. So far, what have we seen? Favorites. They've dominated. 320 and 184. That's 
uh, that is that is really really good. You know, I look at favorites in other sports. Um, it's more like I think baseball. It's like fifty nine percent. Most sports, it's like fifty seven, fifty nine percent that favorites win at. Uh, whereas hockey, we're up past sixty, and you're getting close to sixty four percent. That's pretty damn good. This is why we lean on favorites. And the other thing is, like, I'm a contrarian better. I love dogs. I love unders. But not every sport uh, is the same. And a sport like hockey with no contrarian value. I'm not going to stubbornly say we got to take dogs because that's what contrarians do. No, contrarians in hockey, you don't want to make the smartest bet if it's a losing bet. You know, the edge we have in hockey is favorites, so that's why we bet favorites, guys. It's, it's pretty simple here. Um, I don't want to say I'm smarter than you and I'm taking the dog tonight because uh, because favorites overvalued. Well, maybe so, but uh, again, all of our systems are cashing to favorites, so that's why we lean on them. And, and again, sometimes I'm like, I, I'm pretty chalky in the NHL, and, and that's not always a good thing, but. NHL is a different sport. It's not very heavily bet. It's all about line movement. It's all about these favorite systems. So first off, again, 63.5% favorites. This means $100 better. Betting about betting 100 bucks every game bet Tris not bet to win is up almost $3,000 right now taking every favorite. Isn't that insane? Up around 2800 bucks. Just crazy here. Uh, home and road favorites have been really good both. Home favorites are uh, 179 and 99, 64.4%. Road favorites a little bit less, but still good. 139 and 85, 62.1%. Um, these are the systems I talk about all the time. And again, it's in today's newsletter. It's vison.com if you want to read it. But home favorites, minus 175 or more, 69 and 20, 77.5%. That's that like that's the one that, that system is an auto bet. It's got to be an auto bet the rest of the year. Home favorites, minus 175 or more, 78%. Uh, big favorites, minus 200 or more, are um, 60 and 18, 77%. Another killer system. Uh, also, a big distinction is favorites off a loss versus favorites off a win. You've heard me talk about this a lot. Um, favorites off a win, they're pretty good. 179 and 112, 61.5%. But it's these favorites off a loss that have really, really killed it. 130 and 66, 66.3%. Why is that important? You're favored, you're going to do well anyway this year in the NHL. And historically, it is a, a big favorite sport, especially money line sport. We don't care about the spread. We're just caring about winning the game. Um, the puck line, obviously. But that's the distinction. If you're off a loss, it's this thing about hockey where you want to bounce back and play well, and you have added motivation off a loss. So those favorites off a loss, 66.3%. Here's another kicker. A home favorite off a loss, 75 and 33, 69.4%. Um, also, uh, we talked about hockey where line moves are really important. As I mentioned, the public doesn't bet hockey. Um, are there maybe some average Joes who bet it? Yeah, maybe, but I'm talking in comparison to the average Joes who bet the NFL. It's not even close. Hockey is a low-bet sport. So therefore, throw away the percentages. I don't even look at them. They really don't mean anything. You could see like 60% on one team and say, ooh, that's the public. I want to be the 40%. But the ticket count is so low that that 60% isn't stupid. And pardon my French, you know, uh, public bettors betting based on bias and gut instinct. That 60% is probably mostly sharps because it's mostly sharps betting hockey in general. That's why you can't really even look at percentages in hockey. Look at the line moves. These lines are moving based on respected money coming in. So as we know, low bet sport, public influence doesn't matter. There really isn't any public. So look at these line moves. A favorite with a line move of 10 cents or more. So they go minus 130 to minus 140. 88 and 41, 68.2%. So I just wanted to hammer home these these uh, these models and, and you know systems that have been doing great for us. Again, favorites in general. Uh, let's see. Home and road favorites, but especially home favorites, minus 175 or more. Favorites, big favorites, minus 200 or more. Faves off a loss. Faves with a 10-cent move or more. Those are the systems that have been killing it 
So I just wanted to update you guys all on that. And again, it is listed Vison.com in that article, but just another, uh, just an update to say, Hey, we're, we're doing well with hockey. And uh, these are the things that we can lean on as we move forward throughout the season. Uh, with that being said, of course, I forgot to mention a little housekeeping, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting convo never ends. Twitter is where you can stay plugged into real time information. It's where you find out Jimmy Butler is out and you were looking at the, uh, the Blazers anyway, plus four to plus three, you hop on the three, and then boom, it flips and actually goes to uh, Blazers minus two and a half. So again, the importance of being in a, a real-time market and tracking this information and being the first to know and jumping on good numbers. Twitter is really important, especially TweetDeck, you know, putting up a phrase, a name, that way you can track it specifically. Uh, but get on Twitter, follow at Live, the mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can hit me up anytime via DM, Twitter, or um, or send me an email. Say hello. Uh, I replied to a few. I got a few more to reply to, uh, but I'm loving all the uh, all the feedback you guys are giving me. So questions about sports betting in general, philosophies. Uh, you got booted from five times. You got to open up a new account. Let me know. I can help you in any way that I can, and that's my goal to help you guys make smart bets, monitor the market, and hopefully cash some bets along the way. So uh, Josh at vsin.com is the email, and hit me up anytime. Anything I can do to help, I am uh, more than happy to do it. Uh, so that being said. No pod this weekend. Uh, we hit on a little bit. Uh, obviously, uh, looking back toward last night, great night, thirteen and three. But now, uh, after talking a little NHL, and before we get to NBA and NHL for tonight, I just wanted to update you guys on some March Madness lines. So uh, again, I would uh, some of these lines you may have already got. Some lines have maybe gone your way. Some are going the other way, and you're getting a little nervous, like my Oregon USC play. Um, but here's just an update of where things stand. Things stand as we go into tomorrow. And remember, tune into the Lombardi line, uh, 10 a.m. to noon, because we will update you on all these numbers. But uh, first one, uh, Colorado State against Memphis. This is the NIT uh, semifinals, I believe. Um, And there's two games tomorrow, NIT. So this is the first one. I'm looking at grabbing Colorado State right now, plus four. Uh, This line opened at Memphis minus four. Some shops were even minus four and a half. Uh, Any four and a halfs immediately got down to four. And now the four, the plus four is juiced up toward Colorado State, plus four minus 115 so it looks like it may fall to three and a half so as of now public's all and again it's early but uh public has taken memphis i think are they the, the one seed a better record but you kind of feel like memphis is the public play yet the line stayed the same line freeze it didn't go to four and a half five but now it's starting to fall looks like it may go to three and a half you may want to grab this today i took colorado state plus four i like that this is a dog play in the nit which uh dogs have been barking and a good good night last night um but ken palm has them losing by three so if I'm getting a four, Ken Palm's got him losing by three. The line is moving in my favor. I can get a four, and I think it's going to go to three and a half. I, ju- I jumped on Colorado State, guys. It reminds me a little bit, um, you know, Boise kind of went the other way. Boise was plus four to four and a half, but kind of a short dog with a Ken Palm edge. So I was looking at Colorado. Uh, I grabbed the four there. Tomorrow it's a noon game. Uh, Oregon State, still loving my Beavers. Uh, I'm looking at the Beavs here. I, uh, I, I got the seven. Um, I was feeling good because it got down to six and a half. It came back to seven. So it's kind of split down the middle. Public slightly leaning toward Loyola Chicago. Uh, but I'm going Beavers plus seven. I've said it before. I'll say it again. They're my Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, A dog that's always getting points in their conference tournament, in the NCAA tournament, and winning outright. But I like this team. I like that they match a couple systems for me. Uh, slow pace Madness Dog, 56%. Uh, madness Dogs in general, 57%. And a Madness Dog where the line either stays the same or moves in their favor is 58%. So all those would match with Oregon State. Uh, Ken Palm has them losing by seven, so you're right on the number. Uh, but I took a shot on Oregon State getting seven there against Loyola Chicago. Uh, I would hold out for a seven. If you're a book at a six and a half, I think you're going to get a seven. So just keep an eye on that. Uh, Mississippi State and La Tech. 
Um, guess what, guys? I think we got to sound the alarm for this one. We have a little bit of a Ken Palm sound the alarm. Our guy came up bigly. I'm talking bigly on Richmond last night, and we got another one here, guys. La Tech and Mississippi State is a three o'clock game on uh, tomorrow on Saturday. This is your other NIT semifinal. Uh, guess what? We have Mississippi State as a public play. Majority of bets on Mississippi State. We saw this line open uh, minus one and a half toward Mississippi State. Uh, it stayed the same, but I'm seeing some plus one and a half juice to minus 115, telling me it may go down to one. So guess what, guys? Uh, not only is this a short number, public on Mississippi State, it looks like it's trending down to one, but our guy Ken Palm has La Tech winning by one. So you know the drill here, guys. I took La Tech plus one and a half. Um, I grabbed it now because I think it may come down to one. But we are getting a plus one and a half. Uh, we're getting a point and a half on a on a team that Ken Palm has winning the game. So, again, I don't think we're – like, the Ken Palm sound the alarm, uh, I'm going to miss it when it's gone. There's not going to be many opportunities left, guys. So, if you've been playing it all year, I don't think you stray from it. Again, came up bigly with Richmond, and it kind of came up with La Tech late night because, again, Ken Palm had him winning the whole time, and that got down to a pick em. Um, so, so I'm leaning on the, the plus one and a half. I grabbed La Tech plus one and a half. And I tell you, if you watch La Tech last night, I was rooting for him because I had him, uh, I had him on the money line, but, um, there's this big guy, uh, big boy. Um, and I say that out of complete love and affection because this kid is a big kid. I don't know his name. It's like Kenneth Norton jr. I forget his name, but big, big guy. And he is like super athletic, making plays, playing defense. He just stole a pass and dunked it. If you watch the game, you know what I'm talking about. But I'm rooting for my big boy on La Tech to keep it going here. So go La Tech. Uh, keep on cruising, Nova and Baylor. This was an early sharp mo- uh, money move toward Baylor. Uh, Baylor opened at minus six or six and a half, immediately got up to seven. Now it's up to seven and a half. I'm going to see if this gets to eight. I'm going to be selective here. I have the number eight in my head. And if this line gets to eight, I'm going Nova plus eight. That would match as a inflated dog opportunity, kind of like last night. Look at like like um, with that Richmond game where we knew that respected money was hitting Mississippi State, but it moved it so much that at one point it just creates value to go the other way. So I'm looking at Nova. If this gets to eight, I'll probably take a seven and a half if that's all I get. Um, it's just tough for me to say lay Baylor now at seven and a half when you could have gotten minus six, minus six and a half, even minus seven. They win by 14, you say it doesn't matter. But, again, chasing bad numbers, late numbers, is not a recipe for success long-term. So I'm going to see if I can get an inflated line dog. Same thing like with Richmond last night. Let's see if we can get it for Nova. Uh, Plus 8, that's what I'm holding out for. Again, there's minus 7.5. Juiced looks like it may go to 8 here. Um, But Ken Palm has Nova losing by 4. So if we're getting inflated 8, even 7.5, 7.5-8, and he's got him losing by 4, I'm taking a shot on Nova there. So give me Nova as a dog. Uh, Oral Roberts in Arkansas. I'll tell you guys, I haven't made up my mind on this one. Uh, looks like Arkansas took in a little money, minus 11 to minus 11 and a half. Ken Palm has them winning by 14. But Arkansas is turning out to be a big public play. And if we see this thing start to dip down, that's going to be the indication we need. I guess what I'm saying is I see some stuff on Arkansas. I see a Ken Palm edge. I see a line move, but they're public. And I'm I'm trying to make a case to bet Oral Roberts here. Um, a couple people I respect really like Oral Roberts plus the 11 and a half. So I haven't made up my mind on this one yet. I'm going to wait this one out. But uh, yeah, money in Ken Palm to Arkansas. I think he may have a little value on uh, Oral Roberts if they continue to be really, really contrarian there. Uh, and then my uh, one of my best or favorite plays here, uh, Syracuse. I'll be honest, guys. I'm surprised this got back to 6.5. Uh, we talked about Houston opening minus 6.5. Line got down to 6. It's now back to 6.5. This surprised me because that guy, Giroux, 
Uh, Dijon Giroux, best player or one of the best players on Houston, um, hobbled. We saw the quote tweet from um, uh, from Ke- Kelvin Sampson, the head coach at Houston. He said he's going to be like seventy percent. Uh, but this line got even with that injury. Like I thought it was going to five and a half. I was wrong. It went back to six and a half. That means if you haven't got it yet, I think you can get a six and a half here. I'm going to take the six and a half. So I got it early. I paid a high juice. I got plus six and a half minus one twenty right before it fell. Now you can get pretty much even money across the board here. I see a couple books that are juicing up the Syracuse side. Maybe it gets back down to six, but if it does, you may want to grab the hook now with Syracuse, but either way I'm on Q's here. Uh, Ken Palm. I'm a little worried. He has Q's losing by eight. So you really don't have a Ken Palm edge, but that would match with a slow paced madness dog. 56%. They are contrarian here only getting about a third of bets. And that's going to be like a 10 o'clock game really heavily bet with the public probably going to be all over Houston. So that's a good contrarian spot late night with a slow paced madness dog. So I'm on plus six and a half with Cuse. Uh, and then looking toward um, Sunday here, haven't made up my mind about Creighton Gonzaga either. You had a little move toward Gonzaga. Some books were, um, I saw one book minus 13 up to 13 and a half, but now that I look at it, guys, it actually looks like there's a little movement toward Creighton. That, that might've been an outlier. I see a lot of books that open minus 13 and a half, and now they're down to 13. So this line is dipping uh, a little bit toward, um, toward Creighton here. I haven't, again, haven't really made up my mind too much. You know, Ken Palm has Gonzaga winning by 12. So you're getting 13 and a half. You know, you could kind of make the case for that. I'm kind of intrigued by the 13 and a half with Creighton. Um, but I, I kind of want to wait this one out. This would be a madness dog with a line move, 61% so far uh, this tourney. So a little lean toward Creighton, a little lean toward Oral Roberts, but I want to wait this those ones out. Uh, another one that I love, Florida State. Give me Florida State. This is maybe my favorite play or top two, top three for Sweet 16. I'm Florida State all day. I grabbed him plus three. This line open, Michigan minus three. It is down to two and a half. There's no Ken Palm edge. He has Michigan winning by four. But public is all over Michigan, yet line is moving to Florida State, plus three down to two and a half. It looks like it may even go to two. So, again, you would have loved the three here with FSU, but even two and a half, you may want to grab it, guys, because it looks like it's going down to two. All these plus two and a halfs are juiced up minus 115. Always look at the juice. Look at which way it's leaning. Anytime juice goes minus 115 to one side or higher, it's telling you that's the side with liability and that's the direction the next move is going to go. So I think this thing may get down to two. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad I got the three, but even two and a half, I think there could be some value there. Uh, but Mich- uh, Florida State looks sharp to me. Uh, UCLA and Bama, I'm looking for an inflated spot with UCLA. Uh, I'm a little worried here. Someone I respect really likes Bama here. But this was a minus five and a half opener to Bama. It is now minus six and a half. So your point off the opener, Bama is kind of like Baylor. Like if you like inflated Villanova, you're going to like inflated UCLA. If you like Baylor with the move, you're going to like Bama. They're in almost the same exact spot. Um, But again, this one opened minus 5.5. It's up to minus 6.5. Again, it's hard for me to lay the 6.5 now. You've missed the best number with Bama. Uh, I'm looking at an inflated UCLA plus 6.5. They've already won three games. They played the play-in. They played more games than anyone else. Uh, They would match some systems for me. A slow-paced madness dog once again, um, which has done very well this year. And you're getting an inflated line spot. And... Ken Palm has UCLA, UCLA losing by four. So we're getting six and a half inflated. I'm looking at UCLA there. Uh, and then what was my favorite play, and now I'm getting very nervous about, uh, USC. I already took UCLA, or sorry, I already took USC. Um, I money-lined USC, but I money-lined them. I think I money-lined them at minus 142. Um, that's when they were, I want to say they were at minus two at the time, or maybe two, two and a half. 
Uh, either way, this was early money toward USC. It looked really sharp to me. Public is still on Oregon after that big upset over Iowa. But you saw USC open minus one and a half. They got all the way up to two and a half. And I was like, damn, this thing may get to three. It is just like steaming here toward USC. But then we saw a lot of buyback on Oregon. Oregon, when they got to plus two and a half, they got hit plus two and a half. They got hit plus two. It's now down to two. I think really the plus two and a half is what Sharps targeted Oregon. They probably just said, hey, open one and a half. That's an inflated full point. There's probably value now. Uh, But this is now back down to two. And some shops are juiced up like they may go to one and a half. So you are getting late money hitting Oregon here. Um, We'll see how this develops on game day. This is a 10 o'clock game on Sunday night, um, which uh, it's kind of weird. I don't know why they have such a late game on a Sunday night. But uh, anyway, I'm excited to sweat it. But this is a trendy dog, Oregon. Uh, getting about two-thirds of bets. USC is kind of undervalued in this spot. I money-lined USC. I think if, you, if you're betting USC, I would money-line them. It's going to be a tight game regardless. And you guys know my thing. You know, if you're two and a half, three, three or less as a favorite, I go money-line here. Just win the damn game. So right now on the money-line, again, I paid a little bit higher than I should have. You can get a minus 130 if you like USC. And Ken Palm has USC winning by four points. That's a pretty decent edge there. So we'll see how all this develops, guys. But there's just an update looking at all the Sweet 16 lines here. Um, and, again, I think there's a few you may want to grab now. There's a few you can monitor and see how they develop here. Like, I've already made quite a few bets here. Um, I've already gotten Colorado State 4, Oregon State 7. I took LaTeX 1.5. I'm waiting on Nova to see if I can get an 8. I took Q 6.5. I took FSU plus 3. Um, I money line USC and I'm waiting on, I haven't gotten UCLA yet, uh, six and a half, but I may do that sooner rather than later. I'm just think there's an, there's an off chance UCLA gets to seven. Um, so monitoring Nova monitoring UCLA, but again, there, there are games that you may want to get down. Maybe you already did get down on them. Um, but these are, uh, these are important spots to, uh, to keep in mind as we move into tomorrow. And as I'm looking guys, I'm seeing Colorado state going to three and a half at some shops. So Colorado state, if you still find a four, um, and Colorado state's looking good for tomorrow. Uh, but with that being said, we are halfway through a Fade the Public Friday edition of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, but don't go anywhere because we ain't done yet. I ain't done with you. You guys are still in the arena with me. Um, we got to talk NBA for tonight. We got to talk NHL for tonight. I'm loving the NBA board. Uh, see if we can keep it going with the NHL because it was a fantastic 6-1 night last night. 6-1 last night, 3-0 and the night before. That's a little 9-1 run, guys. Let's see if we can keep this thing going. But don't go anywhere on a Fade the Public Friday because because uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk NBA and NHL when we get back so uh, so stick with us guys on a fade the public Friday uh, and pull up a chair and hopefully you got your notebook and your uh, your pen and paper here because we're gonna run the board when we get back but uh, stick with us guys to finish up strong on the second half of a Friday fade the public Friday edition of the Veasan Market Insights podcast with me your buddy your host the guy you grind in the arena with every day you grind 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 and then you break through with big nights that's fine by me uh, but don't go anywhere guys we'll be right back. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. All right, everyone, we are back at it. So, uh, again, Faith the Public Friday, uh, my favorite day of the week, and this is something, uh, Faith the Public Friday, we kind of got it started at my old job. Uh, true story, I my previous job, I worked at Sports Insights, and I did this thing called the, and some of you guys remember because you're my OGs, uh, it was called the Sports Betting Hangout. So it was 6.30 to 7 p.m. every Easter, every uh, every night, every weekday night, and it was uh, I would kind of like share my, my, uh, my odds page, and I'd go through all the games, talk about it. So it was a lot of fun. So that was kind of the genesis of the pod here. But uh, we always said, Fade the Public Friday. It was big with baseball because baseball, Fade the Public Fridays were, were epic because it was kind of the day that dogs barked the loudest. But uh, ever since then, we had to keep it going. And uh, I always feel good about a Friday because a Friday to me is important because it's kind of like the excitement of the weekend starting. And you may have uh, a lot of average Joes who, uh, you know, they got day jobs. They work in construction. They're a cop. They're a mailman. They're a um, you know a nurse or whatever. You know you're an accountant, a salesman, uh, or you know whatever. You work in retail, and you can't really bet on sports all week because you're busy, you're tired, whatever. But Friday night, hey, I might bet. I might bet a few games. I might get down in a few games. So you have more public betting going into the weekend with some free time. Want to have a couple drinks, hang out, watch a game, sweat a game. So the ticket counts on a Friday night pick up after uh, throughout the week. So that. 
again, with the higher ticket counts, the more contrarian value. That's the whole thing with Fade the Public Friday. So I don't know if you guys knew that, but that there's a, there's a reason. There, it's not just that it rhymes. It's that there's a method to the madness. These are the nights where the, where public really starts to get in heading into the weekend. So with that being said, guys, let's hit on some NBA again. Uh, Blazers, Knicks, Sacramento, Moneyline, and Philly laying the points. Good night last night, 4-1. and one. Let's keep it going. Let's hopefully not bet an over and then have a star player be scratched and then our, our over dies, uh, dies on the vine there. Uh, I'm looking at you, Clippers. Uh, but let's talk about the games for tonight. Big NBA night, guys. So here's what I am looking at. Number one, Celtics and Bucks. Uh, this looks like a pretty sharp play to the Bucks for me. Um, I ended up taking the Bucks last time against the Celtics, and uh, it kills me, of course, betting against my favorite team, my uh, my, uh, my Celtics here, but, um, I think I got minus six and a half the last game and they're up the whole time. And the Celtics made it interesting lost by two. So we couldn't get it there, but I'm going back to the well. Uh, this is another sharp reverse line move play for me. Public's all over Boston. Uh, yet the line open bucks minus five and a half. It's up to minus six. So I saw some money hit the bucks, move that number in their favor. The thing is you would have really wanted the five and a half. It's now up at six. I'm gonna wait it out. Maybe see uh, see if this thing you know ticks back down to five and a half. But it was notable to me that public is all over the Celtics. Yet line actually moved toward the Bucks. So again, fade the public or not fade the public. A reverse line move on a contrarian favorite here. And also, uh, Celtics are gonna be down quite a few players. Tristan Thompson, Stiller, uh, Ojale. My Celtics did make a move. Finally, Danny Ainge for Evan Fournier, which you know gave up two second rounders. Who cares? Uh, but they gave up also, they're down quite a few guys. So Tice is gone, traded. Um, and then you also have Javante Green. He's kind of a bench guy. Um, and then also uh, Jeff Teague. So after these trades, Celtics going to be very shorthanded tonight. Um, Bucks are full strength. I like this move uh, toward the Bucks. So I would have loved five and a half, but I'm even intrigued by a six. Uh, Suns and Raptors. Sharp play here to Toronto, guys. If you, if you got the balls, pardon my French, uh, I, I like grabbing the points here with Toronto. Sign open, Suns minus four and a half. It's down to four. So you have the public all over Phoenix. We know Phoenix has been fantastic this year. Um, 29 and 14, both straight up and ATS. They're not only are they winning, but they're they're covering numbers. This is another public play. No questions asked late with Phoenix. Um, but this would be a back-to-back for both teams. And Toronto won last night. Phoenix lost last night to Orlando, nine-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, crazy and lost straight up. But I like that this line opened four-and-a-half. It's down to four. It looks like it may even go to three-and-a-half. That's telling me you're getting money here on the Raptors. And also like kind of a vote of confidence. You know, we were at we were you know trade deadline saying, where's Kyle Lowry gonna go? Is he gonna go to you know the uh, the Seventy Sixers? He's from Philly or maybe Miami. They kept him. And again, that maybe a vote of confidence. Maybe that gets that team going. Say, yeah, we were gonna trade Lowry. You know, one of the best franchise players there. Now he's staying. I don't know. I think that might be a good good for the mojo of the Raptors. Maybe they play well tonight. So I was looking at the Raptors plus four here after opening four and a half. Uh, Nuggets and Pelicans here, guys. Uh, looking at the over, anyone want to root for some points with me? Uh, I like the over here. It opened 230. It's up to 231 and a half. You're not getting the greatest number, but you are on the uh, the sharp side, I think, here. High totals 230 or more at 52%. Uh, we also look at uh, great over teams. I have a system here, 63%, looking at the best over teams in the NBA. And one of them is New Orleans, 29 and 13. I uh, also have Denver, sneaky, 26 and 17. These are two really good over teams uh, that score a lot. Uh, very efficient offensively, and also uh, I would say not the greatest defensive teams here. We're both averaging about 115 a game, giving up 115 for New Orleans, 110 for Denver. Uh, but I got a lot of system matches, 230 or more, uh, 230 or rising, uh, defensive or offensive efficiency to the over. So I'm, I'm on the over Pelicans, 231.5. Let's root for some points there. 
Uh, this one is so gross, but I like the over. Two terrible teams, Rockets, T-Wolves. I think this may be a game where they just score a lot. Um, you know, fingers crossed. But uh, this opened 228 to the total. It's up to 229. I even see a 229.5 out there. This is important because it's a low-bet game that no one wants to touch because these teams are god-awful, yet it keeps getting hit to the over. tells me wise guys maybe have this as a 230 final. Um, I also have a system here uh, that I've been leaning on, an over-home team, or taken over when the home team missed the playoffs last year, the road team made the playoffs. Um, so maybe that team that missed the playoffs at home, they're going to score, but the road team is um, kind of battle-tested, and they're going to uh, maybe put up some points as well. Um, but a decent theory behind it, and I've seen some over-money come in, do have a couple over refs. Minnesota slightly to the over 23 and 21, but I think they've cashed. I want to say three of their last five have gone over. I feel like they've been uh, doing pretty well to the over here, but I am looking at the uh, the T Wolves over 229 there. Uh, Portland another over here, uh, sharp over. It opened 219. It's up to 220, 220 and a half. This thing also is getting hit. And what I like about this Blazers Magic over um, is my uh, over hot over team system. So the system is 58% so far this year. It's basically looking at teams that um, the home and road team both have cashed at least uh, one or two or three straight overs. Um, so they've been putting up points. And again, I worry a little bit that you know odds makers may know this and public's cashing over and they shade it to the over a little bit. But it is 64 and 47, 58% um, with these these hot this hot over streak system. So it would match with uh, with the Magic here and the Blazers. So. I'm going over 220 in that one. Uh, another sharp play, Charlotte. Charlotte Hornets. Um, Hornets on the money line. Everyone's betting the Heat. Heat made a pretty good move for Oladipo. But, guys, this is a really sharp play toward uh, Charlotte. Charlotte opened plus two uh, at home against the Heat. The line is now down to one or a pick em. This thing's going to a pick em, guys. Everyone's betting Miami, yet the line is falling toward Charlotte. I think um, Miami made some trades. They may be shorthanded here. Um, you also have Jimmy Butler maybe out. Maybe that's part of the line move. And they traded who? Uh, Avery Bradley, Kelly Olenek, former Celtics here. So they may be down and from the trades and from Jimmy Butler being hurt. And Oladipo, I think he's got a clear COVID protocol, so I don't think he's going to play tonight. Um, excuse me, guys. I cracked my window. I love the breeze, and now I'm getting, like, allergies or something coming in. Um, but anyway, sharp move to the Hornets. You would have loved grabbing a plus two, plus one and a half. But at this point, uh, Hornets become a money line play for me here. I like this move toward the Hornets. Two sharpest spread moves to me are this line move to Toronto and this line move to Charlotte. Um, and then last one, I'm going to buy low and take a very disgustingly deflated over in the Cavs-Lakers game. So this Cavs-Lakers game, um, we all know the Lakers have been terrible without LeBron. Uh, and if you want to bet the Cavs, I don't blame you because this was a line. Some books were like plus four and a half down to plus four toward the Cavs. I'm a little hesitant, though, because the Cavs have Colin Sexton questionable, uh, really their best player there. I want to know whether he's in or, he, or he's out. But I like this deflated over. So this total open, 210. It's down to 208. I even see a 207.5 out there. If you see a 207.5, I think that's valued to, to grab a deflated over here. This matches my system. Buy low on overs that fall. They fall at least um, two points here, two or more. It's 52% to the over. So nothing crazy here. But if that thing keeps tanking, I'm looking at. I'm going to look at buying low and going over on that one. Um, so uh, you may have a little value. And I think the the Cavs are what three one and one to the over here recently. Um, so maybe we get some points there. Maybe maybe get over two hundred eight. Sexton's prob, uh, upgraded probable. This thing gets up to two ten. That's the kind of thing you want to see if you're going to bet uh, that deflated Cavs over there. 
Uh, but then now, let's flip it over to the NHL. Because, guys, what's better than the NHL? Seriously. And you know one thing I'm very proud of? One thing I'm very proud of is uh, everyone bets college hoops. Everyone bets the NBA. But not everyone bets the NHL. And I don't understand why they don't. Um, hockey is considered a niche sport. But cashing on a hockey play, cashing on the Blackhawks, plus 108, it's going to cash just the same as any other play in any other sport. So I am very proud that we, from the start, have been banging the drum on the NHL, and we're not throwing darts here, guys. We're playing systems that have done very well and hopefully, knock on wood, continue to do well. So I'm actually a little little disappointed. There's only four games in the NHL tonight, but a couple that caught my eye. Number one, uh, Washington Caps. I'm going back to the well with the Caps here. They're playing the Devils. Um, We got a huge win with the Caps last night, around minus 190. Um, This line's a little bit higher here. But I like that this line open Washington minus 190. It's up to around minus 207, or sorry, minus 210. So number one, you have some steam toward Washington. Uh, big favorites, 200 or more, 77%. We also have um, a fave versus a tired team. You've seen uh, the Devils play more games recently than uh, than Washington. I think it's the Devils' fourth game in six days. You also have a uh, home fave on a back, second leg of a back-to-back, 70%. Home faves minus 175 or more. Remember I told you guys at the beginning? That's our banger system. Home favorites minus 175 or more. 69 and 20. 78%. So I'm going back to the well. Uh, give me the caps. And as long as we got our boy Ovechkin in there, uh, I think we're going to be good. So knock on wood, give me the caps uh, around minus 200. Uh, keep on cruising. A couple more that caught my eyes. Uh, Anaheim and St. Louis. So I'm going to do something that I don't normally do. I may get in trouble for it. I'm going to cross my fingers and hope I get lucky. I'm going over Anaheim-St. Louis. And again, I don't bet a lot of totals. Our moneymaker is these these favorite money line plays. Um, so maybe we should just stick with it. Um, I'll tell you off the bat, I did take St. Louis. I know that this line dipped a little bit. It was like minus 220. St. Louis down to around minus 190. So I think you're actually getting a better number here. Um, I did have some matches here. Again, home favorite, uh, minus 175 or more. Home favorites on second leg of a back-to-back. Um, 78%, 70%, uh, fave off a loss, 66%, home fave off a loss, both off a loss, take favorite, 70%. All these are matching with St. Louis, who I feel like never comes through for me. Uh, I feel like St. Louis is just one of those teams that I can never get a win from. Um, but we're going to get one tonight. But anyway, back to my over. I'm on St. Louis money line, and I'm going to take the over. Uh, the total is 5.5, and, and the over, it, it started being juiced up to the under, some of these shops are five and a half under minus one twenty, minus one fifteen. It's now getting to even money, um, so that's notable to me because the juice is moving and the public is not betting the over in the Anaheim St. Louis game. So, number one, you have a little money coming to the over, and here's my other thing. Um, I like the goalie matchup. You have Ryan Miller, forty years old. He's got a three point four eight goals against. For those of you who aren't familiar with hockey stats, no problem if you're not. Anything goals against three or higher is really bad. Like your good goalies have a goals against of like 2.2, 2.5, something like that. So Ryan Miller's giving up three and a half goals a game. Vile Husso, 3.4 goals against average. So again, it, it, this isn't rocket science here. Both of these goalies are giving up three plus goals a game. The total is five and a half. Can we get six goals in this game? Can we get a four to two St. Louis win? A six nothing St. Louis win? A four to three St. Louis win? I'm going over, and I'm going money line here, St. Louis. I know it's dicey, and I don't typically like to, um, you know, to, to do this sort of thing, but I am uh, I am getting down in this spot here today. Uh, and then last one of the night, looking at the Calgary Flames. 
Um, I'm going Calgary late night. I like this spot to Calgary. Um, some books opened like minus 115, minus 120. The line's now up to around minus 125. So a little movement toward Calgary here. I like this as a favor off a loss versus opponent off a win, 66%. Um, favorite off a loss made the playoffs last year, 67%. And I have seen some money hit Calgary, move this line in their favor. So uh, I am going Calgary in this one. And I tell you what, I'm on the I'm on the fence with Arizona. I, I like kind of liked Arizona early, but the line dipped a little bit. They were minus 120. Now they're down to minus 110. But it looks like they may go back up. So I'm leaning Arizona. I may lay off, but that was kind of a fence play for me. Um, but, you know, you can call them official or whatever you want. Uh, Washington, I got down on. St. Louis, I got down on. St. Louis over Calgary, and we'll see how uh, how Arizona. If you see Arizona get up, like they're minus 110, minus 115 right now, if you start to see, it's a 10 o'clock game, you got a lot of time. If that thing, if that money line rises to minus 120, minus 125, I think that's what you're going to want to see. It could tank towards St. Uh, San Jose. But I'm on the fence with Arizona. They would match some home systems for me. I think they have a one-day rest advantage. Um, but, again, I, I didn't like that that dip of a move, which was actually something we cashed on with the Blackhawks last night. Uh, but there you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar, wrapping up another week of the pod. Again, treading water there most of the week and really busting through like the uh, the Kool-Aid man busting through the door, uh, busting through the wall. Um, but, seriously, guys, it, it's great to make these sweats with you and uh, and really lean on our systems. And I think that's the important thing. Not that good things come to those who wait, but you just got to grind. This ain't easy. Um, we got to just grind, 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 and, and really, you know, you'll take two, three days treading water, being up 0.5 units, down 0.5 units, and as long as you get these nights here where you bust through and, and you know, you stack five, six, seven units, something like that. Um, but that just goes to show the, the persistence that we need um, in this game just to be dedicated to the, to the craft and to the grind. But with that being said, uh, if you had a good night last night, which I know that you did, you can't tell me you didn't. Um, but if you had a good night, if you've been enjoying the Market Insights Pod, if you've been listening for a while now since the start, this is episode 292. If you're with me, episode one, or uh, if you just started a week ago, either way, I love you. Uh, and number two, if you enjoy the pod, it's helped make you smart bets. You know, you're now betting hockey and you're loving hockey and you're you're uh, you're scratching for the next hockey play. Um, and you want to let me know that you appreciate the pod and the work that I do and the systems that I've crafted and shared, um, there's one thing you can do to make me very happy and make you happy by learning more and picking up more tips and, and strategies and, and gaining more knowledge in sports betting. You can go to uh, Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, pick up a copy for you or a friend. It would mean a lot to me. Uh, and, again, if you got some extra extra coins in your pocket here from a good night last night, spend 20 bucks to get my book, and uh, it will make me happy, and hopefully you'll learn a few more tricks here. Well, that being said, whether I see it at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Stadium Swim, Sweat and Sharp Contrarian Plays by the Cabana, Sipping Pina Coladas, or the good old South Point where the true grinders get down, where the lowest juice is found, minus 105, where Billy Walters sends his number runners. You're going to walk up to me. Uh, you're going to show me a Richmond plus 3.5 plus 4, a La Tech money line, a Boise plus the points, a Blazers, a Knicks, a Sacramento Kings, a Philly play. Uh, a Rangers, a Toronto, a Washington, Pittsburgh, Chicago, Colorado. You know what? I, you know what I'll say. You're going to show me either a Chicago Blackhawks ticket because again, I think you know if you cash a dog in hockey, that's pretty damn good. Dogs don't win that often. Uh, or or a Richmond play where uh, where that line was moving, 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 and we had the the wherewithal to buy low on a uh, inflated number with the Ken Palm edge. You're going to flash me one of those tickets. First beer's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to get a steak. We're going to sit down, post up at the book. Uh, with a couple lazy boys, and we're going to sweat 
uh, a big fade of the public Friday night and a big weekend ahead. Uh, but with that being said, guys, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Smart money will not win every time. Nothing does. Uh, perfect example, NC State, sharp as a tack, so sharp I cut my finger on that play, and they didn't come through. But guess what? Sharp money is going to win a majority of the time, uh, more often than not. So that's why we're playing the long game. Uh, again, trying to beat the closing number and just grind the model. Uh, one real quick thing before I leave you. Um, it's a personal note. You know, I don't like to dive too deep into personal things, but, um, I had a terrible tragedy that happened, uh, last Thursday. Uh, my best friend passed away unexpectedly. Um, his name was TJ, uh, TJ Kasuba. Uh, I grew up with him. He was my best friend. You only get one best friend. TJ was my best friend. So, um, you know, I, uh, it's devastating to lose him. It was unexpected. Um, but basically what this means is um, the services are Monday, uh, the wake is Monday, and then Tuesday is the, uh, the funeral. So unfortunately, Monday, Tuesday, next week, I will, I will not be around. I'm, I'm taking two personal days. Um, it's tough on me. It's tough on my family. We grew up in the same hometown, um, and he was over my house every single day. We played baseball together. Um, we did everything together. We grew up together. We worked on the farm together. Um, so it's just devastating, uh, losing, losing a friend and, and losing a best friend uh, at that. But anyway, um, there won't be a podcast Monday. There won't be a podcast Tuesday. Um, cause I'll be traveling back home to Western mass, the Berkshires, um, to, uh, to celebrate the life of my best friend, TJ. So I just wanted to mention that, um, if Monday or Tuesday comes and you say, where the hell's Josh, uh, is he slacking? Um, is he in deep with the sharks? Um, and you're saying, where's the pod Monday? Where's the pod Tuesday or why aren't I on Lombardi line Monday, Tuesday? Um, uh, that's the reason why uh, I will be back in Western Mass to uh, to celebrate the life of my best friend. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's just something I wanted to mention. But I will be back Wednesday, and uh, and hopefully I'll be um, I don't know I'll be uh, I'll be feeling whole. Hopefully, bearing a friend, man, it's tough. I uh, I haven't had too many losses in my life, but this one really hurt me. So um, I will be back Wednesday. Um, but yeah, Monday, Tuesday. I will not be around, so don't don't be alarmed. Uh, we'll be back at it uh, on Wednesday. So I'll see you then, guys. But have an excellent weekend. Good luck. Enjoy the Sweet 16. I'll catch you on Lombardi line uh, tomorrow and Sunday. And, again, no pod Monday, Tuesday, but uh, we'll be back at it Wednesday. So I uh, really appreciate it, guys. Have an excellent weekend. Stay safe. Stay sharp. Uh, and I'll see you on the other side. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.